Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. happy to join with you. So grateful and so thankful to have this opportunity to join together, be the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of love. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I love A Course in Miracles, and I also love Vermont. I am doing, as I've done a number of times in the past, uh, in July, I come to end of June, early July, I come to Vermont to be with my teacher at the Sunray Meditation Society Peace Village in Lincoln, Vermont. And uh, it's a heavenly place for me. I camp, and uh, so I'll be here for a while. And I'm so happy to share with you the beautiful peace that's here in the Peace Village. If you're interested in learning more about the Peace Village, you can go to sunray.org, sunray.org. And a couple of years ago, I had my teacher on uh, the radio broadcast. She is a Cherokee chief, and she is also a venerable Buddhist teacher. Her name is Venerable Dahani Oahu, and you can read about her at sunray.org. So, that said, and by the way, I just have to tell you, so I bought <laughs> I bought a, a, a screened-in porch-like tent, purposely for to, to work in, because I love to be outside so much, and I don't like being bitten by bugs so much. So I, I have this screened-in tent. It's like a portable porch, screened-in porch. And I am loving it. So happy to sit here at the edge of the woods, looking at the shrine and the mountain and the sun and the trees and the forest and hear the birds all around. I just... I get to share it with you. And that, of course, magnifies the goodness of it. So let's jump in right, like we always do with a prayer. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take a breath of love and gratitude with me. Oh, so grateful. Oh, so thankful. As we tune into our heart. We're wholeheartedly interested in the atonement, in loving ourselves, in remembering our true nature and our true identity as perfect love. We're already as holy as holy can be. So we partner up with the Holy Spirit, with the Ascended Masters, with the angels, with all that is holy to remember this truth that sets us free. We are grateful and thankful to claim the atonement 
Oh, bless me for ourselves. Sorry about that. (laughs) So grateful and so thankful to say yes to infinite goodness. So grateful and so thankful to allow ourselves to see and know and feel and hear our brothers and sisters as they truly are, as the great rays. As A Course in Miracles says, we're grateful to see the light in them, the perfection in them, and to see it in ourselves, light reflecting light. We're grateful and thankful to dedicate ourselves to this, and in gratitude we share the benefits of our healing, our expansion, our clarity, our freedom with everyone. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. So, someone recently asked me a question about Ascended Masters in relationship to A Course in Miracles. So, there are several references that we can look at. And... There are numerous references to angels as well. And of course, Jesus is himself an ascended master. And for those of you who are fans of Gary Renard, as I am, and his beautiful work in Disappearance of the Universe and other books, then you know that in Disappearance, he is visited by two ascended masters. And he's visited, I think it was 19 times over nine years for the book Disappearance of the Universe. So the entire book is, well, almost the entire book is a transcript, essentially, of those conversations. And I highly recommend Disappearance of the Universe by Gary Renard. If you haven't read it and you're truly interested in understanding A Course in Miracles, many people have told me that for them, Disappearance of the Universe was a great help to them in understanding the Course, really breaking it down and having clarity about it. So, and certainly that's what I'm here to do as well, to share my understanding of it. Uh, with the help of invisible Ascended Masters. So we always call upon the company of Heaven to assist us in having clarity. It's such an important part of speeding up our awakening, our accepting the Atonement for ourselves. So the, the best reference I know of to Ascended Masters in the course is in the manual for teachers it's chapter 26 and that chapter is entitled can god be reached directly and it's got such wonderful insight and comfort for us so i love this chapter it's not even a page and a half so you can easily read it a, a few times and take comfort from it. And I really think that uh, so much of the Course is worth really reading. You could say you're chewing on it, you're digesting it. I, I find it so uplifting and I have more clarity about it every time I read. Because that's the nature of our experience in this human realm is that Just as 
one thought of separation, uh, when you pair it with another, it becomes stronger, so it seems. And then you have, so if you have a baseline thought of separation, I'm bad, I'm not good enough, something's wrong with me, I'm unworthy, I should be punished, I'm evil, whatever that thought might be. Then we start to build on it with, if we start with, as I did, there's something wrong with me, which could easily have been, I'm bad, I'm evil, all those, I had all those thoughts too, unworthiness, guilt, shame, all that, I had all of it, but for me the headline was, something's wrong with me, me in particular, not everybody else, something's wrong with me. Uh, in this radio broadcast and previous episodes, I think last year, I had uh, the early in the year, I had Regina Dawn Akers on the show. I've had her on several times, and those are all really worth listening to. We have the best conversations. And um, I, I believe in at least one of those episodes, if not all of them, she has said that she literally used to think she was the worst human being on the planet. It's kind of hard to imagine, because <laughs> Regina is such a sweetie pie. But people say that to me, too, because I, I didn't think I was the worst person on the planet, because I was really into judging other people and making them worse than me. But I definitely thought there was something unfixably wrong about me. Just bad, bad, bad to the bone. Like nothing you could do about it. And so, just as one thought, something's wrong with me, leads to, therefore, nobody's ever going to love me, leads to, therefore, I'll never be happy, therefore, I'll never get a good job, therefore, it, it just piles on and piles on. It's like weaving a web that you're ensnared in. And it is a web. It's a trap. Just as that happens, one thought of truth, I can forgive. I can release this opinion. I can change my mind about the past. Becomes, maybe I'm not bad. Becomes, maybe I can be happy becomes, I'm choosing to be happy, becomes, I am happy. So, a thought of truth believed is adding kindling to the spark of your divinity. So, what happens is, when we keep adding kindling to that fire... It burns away the false beliefs. So then when you go back and read a section of the Course again, you'll have new insight, new clarity. And the reason really is, is because the entirety of it is written in your heart. It's encoded into your being because it's eternal truth, which is what we are. Teach only love because that is what you are. So it's already in us. It's a matter of we have chosen to treasure 
thoughts that are false more than we treasure the truth. That's the reason for this hidden guilt that we project out onto everything. So treasuring the truth, really valuing it, and finding even just a sentence or two that you treasure, and you, you make that your treasure for the day or for the week, and you savor it, and you give thanks for your awareness of it. Because so many times we can read things and say, I know that, that's true, I know that, oh yeah, I know all about the law of cause and effect. I know, I know, I know. But if that's the way we feel about the truth, we don't know it. And I'm speaking from my personal experience. It's like when I sit with uh, a teacher who's speaking the truth, like you'll notice if if I'm sitting in a room with David Hoffmeister or Regina, Don Akers, or some other uh, truth teacher who's speaking clearly, You'll hear me in the audience going, that's right, yes. It's exciting to me. It's thrilling to me. The truth never becomes tiresome. So if you have, if you go to hear a teacher, if you're listening to something and you're thinking, I know that, I know that, so what? You know, that's not news. Your love of the truth has become... It it can be ignited. It can be ignited. So, learning to appreciate just one or two lines as treasures. For me, love holds no grievances. Ah, yes. I am the light of the world. Yes. I can just treasure that all day long. Go back to it. The, the, The treasuring of it, appreciation appreciates. Gratitude multiplies the good. Okay, so, <laughs> and, and that's how I feel about this chapter. So let's, let's dive into the ju- juiciness of it. So it's called, Can God Be Reached Directly? It's chapter 26 in the Manual for Teachers. It's my page 64. God indeed can be reached directly, for there is no distance between God and His Son. His awareness, God's awareness, is in everyone's memory, and God's word is written on everyone's heart. So that's what I was saying. It's encoded into our very beingness. So it's there underneath our false beliefs. And fortunately, everything that's covering the truth in our awareness is false. So we can simply say to the higher Holy Spirit self, the I Am Presence, the Guardian Angels, the Ascended Masters, Jesus, the company of heaven and all that is holy, please remove all attraction and interest in that which is false. Help me to recognize when I'm attracted to that which is false and doesn't serve. Help me to remember to release the attachment to the meaning I've made of things, the interpretation that I have of things. Help me to remember to find myself in and recognize the perfect love that I am and everyone is. So these are our prayers, our requests. I teach that actually when we pray, 
it's best to be affirmative and not asking, not pleading. We're not beseeching. So it's not um, praying to God as an outside entity, saying, help me this, help me that. But here's the thing, and this has not been taught to me. This is my own understanding. The angels, the ascended masters, all the above beings, you could say, the planetary hierarchy, company of heaven, all of these beings who are here to assist us, we must ask. We must ask them. Because in the asking, if we're asking for their assistance, then we're making ourselves willing and receptive. Plus, they can't intercede. They can't intercede because we have the full power of God. But they can help us. So it's just like in the human realm, someone in my world, I could see that they could use some real assistance. I can offer assistance, and certainly the masters and the angels are always offering assistance. But I can't change someone's life for them. I can't do that. I can't change anybody's mind for them is why I can't change their life. I could do something temporary in the world of form, but I can't change somebody else's mind. I could only change my own. And because the full power of God is in my mind, it's up to me to change my mind and then change my life. So when I ask for help, I'm saying I'm open and receptive. I'm willing to change my mind. I'm willing to be the two or more who are gathered. And we could be the two or more who are gathered with angels and ascended masters. And I have found personally that one of the great keys to my personal spiritual success in letting go of the false beliefs, my personal success, I attribute to my willingness to acknowledge the masters are there, the angels are there, and to ask them for assistance all day long rather than trying to do it myself and go on my own. I've had so much success working with that, and that's part of what I teach in my year-long Masterful Living class and in my Finding Freedom Boot Camp and in my Sacred Circle and everything that I'm doing is to call for assistance because we're not separate. And trying to do it on your own is not a speedy way. It's not a better way. It's the opposite of that. So aligning with beings who have already been there and done that, we can go much swifter. And this is what Jesus says over and over and over again throughout the course. Ask me for help. Let me do it. I'll do it, but you have to ask for that. You have to be willing. You have to stop relying on yourself alone. So it says here, God's awareness is in everyone's memory, and God's word is written on everyone's heart. Yet, 
this awareness and this memory can arise across the threshold of recognition only where all barriers to truth have been removed. So we have to remove all the barriers to truth in order to have the awareness that God's memory, God's word is written in our heart. It says here, In how many is this the case? In how many of us have the barriers, all the barriers to truth been removed? Yeah. <laughs> Not very many. So it says, here then is the role of God's teachers. And effectively, that's what we are. That's why we're looking at the manual for teachers. So this is our role. They too have not attained the necessary understanding as yet, but they have joined with others. So that's us. We, we don't have the necessary understanding to attain enlightenment yet, but we've joined with others. So we're releasing the boundaries of separation. And it says, this is what sets God's teachers apart from the world our willingness to join together. And it is this that enables others to leave the world with them. So by our willingness to join with others, to know the truth that sets us free, to be the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of Christ, of love, this is the key here. That enables others to wake up as well. Alone, God's teachers are nothing, but in their joining is the power of God. There are those who have reached God directly, retaining no trace of worldly limits and remembering their own identity perfectly. So these are the Ascended Masters. And it says, these might be called the teachers of teachers because although they are no longer visible their image can yet be called upon and they will appear when and where it is helpful for them to do so so of course in our human experience we know that ascended masters appear and and disappear to our my to the eye that we see with limited sight so it seems like they're visible and then invisible. But they're constant. They're always here. And that's their act of service, is to love and support humanity. And it says, to those to whom such appearances would be frightening, they give their ideas. So this is the, the way that the Ascended Masters uh, support those who would be frightened to see them is they give their ideas. And I have found that this is such a remarkable way to live. And it, all we have to do is start asking, please give me a helpful idea here. Please support me in this moment. But I'd like to be clear that I think it's very valuable to understand that the most powerful prayer is not a prayer of asking. So when we are praying, and you'll notice I pray at the beginning of the radio broadcast and at the end. So I'm, I'm praying to know the truth in my own mind. 
and by my knowing it and joining with others who are willing to know it, we are liberating. And so we're changing our mind through that knowing. We're also, remember, every thought is like a seed planted in the divine mind. So we're planting positive seeds with assurance, with confidence. This is positive prayer. This is affirmative prayer, which is different from prayers of asking. So, for instance, uh, Marianne Williamson, she makes prayers of asking. And so it's a, it's a different kind of an energy. It's not the same as planting the seed. It's more asking uh, the ascended masters or thinking of the infinite creator as an actual father or mother and asking for help like that. So for me, I do a combination. When I'm praying, I'm affirmative, prayer, clear. I'm not asking. But... When I'm having a conversation and interaction with the angelic realm, with the ascended master realm, then I'm asking them, like Jesus says, think of me as an elder brother. So that's how I'm working with the angels in the ascended master realm. That may be helpful to you. So, but they, they won't appear to anyone that would be frightened by it. So instead, they'll just give their ideas. It says, no one can call on the Ascended Masters in vain. No one can call on them in vain. Nor is there anyone of whom they are unaware. So, the Planetary Hierarchy, Company of Heaven, whatever name you'd like to give the Masters above beings, uh, the angels, they're aware of everyone and everything. And if you call upon them, they will assist. All needs are known to them, and all mistakes are recognized and overlooked by them. So that's the thing. Sometimes people get into that the space of, oh, I don't want them to see me. I, I don't. I, oh, I don't want them to see what I'm doing. I'm ashamed of what I'm doing. I don't want anybody to see it. Totally can relate to that one. And the thing is. There's no judgment from the higher realms. There's no judgment. Oh, judgment is a 3D, third dimension thing that happens. There's no judgment. Because Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Ascended Masters all know that whatever we choose, we will learn from it. Whatever we choose, we'll learn from it. That's what karma is all about. Karma is not about punishing. It's about learning having an opportunity to grow your in your experience so that you can truly know. Grow to know. <laughs> well, it's time for me to take a break. So, you are listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we'll be right Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. 
Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. And I'll just share some announcements coming up, uh, things that are coming up. I am working on two retreats in October in North Carolina. Uh, Columbus Day weekend, a Course in Miracles retreat. In uh, at the Art of Living Retreat Center in North Carolina. It's such a beautiful place. And we have people drive from all, all over to come to the last retreat there. So I, I think we'll have a great time. And then the very following weekend to do a retreat, the weekend after Columbus Day weekend, on forgiveness. So a whole weekend on forgiveness. And so people could actually come for the whole week and do both retreats. And then in between, we could do some counseling sessions. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. And the Art of Living Retreat Center up there in the Blue Ridge Mountains, that time of year, the fall foliage is spectacular. And uh, it's just uh, it's a perfect getaway, a great place to, to get away. So I'll be announcing those retreats later this week, as well as a retreat in Thailand in November, mid-November, called Self-Love and Extreme Pampering. So I'll be announcing that. I mean, what better place to go for extreme pampering but Thailand? So it'll be, uh, we'll do some wonderful trips and enjoy the beauty of uh, the areas called Krabi. We'll also do a couple of days in Bangkok with some sightseeing and the temples. So it will have great beach time and we'll do some deep work self-love. Every time I get a chance to do a workshop or to have uh, folks on a retreat, I like to do a lot of deep, deep healing work because it, to me it's just it's such a wonderful opportunity when we're the two or more who are gathered to have deep healing experiences. And so facilitating them is my goal. So I also like to be in nature and have a beautiful time, have it be relaxing and restorative and renewing. So a combination of these things is what I always like to do. And uh, that includes uh, when I'm doing my spiritual counseling intensives. So I have two spiritual counseling intensives that are on the website right now. And um, you can go right to the homepage of jenniferhadley.com to discover them. And one is in England and one is in Thailand. So we'll be in the Salisbury area of England in early September. And then in early November, we'll be in Thailand. So it's entirely possible if you would like to come to Thailand and do Bangkok, do the spiritual counseling training intensive, and then come to the self-love and extreme pampering retreat, you can do both of those. So that's a wonderful opportunity there. And uh, and people have done both in the past. I, that's why I kind of like to pair them, is so people can really have an extended 
uh, healing vacation. And the spiritual counseling training intensive is deeply healing and it's open to anyone. So I've had people come who are not counselors and not really interested in necessarily in being a counseling, but they're interested in expanding their learning and being better listeners. They're interested in being better parents, better friends, uh, better grandparents, and they use what they learn to relate better to people. But it's um, also a professional training if you're interested in becoming a spiritual counselor. I think you might be. It's a great way to find out and uh, have a great healing intensive trip as well. And uh, it's also professional training if you are a coach, a therapist, or a healer, someone who needs continuing licensing or continuing education units, uh, we can help you fulfill that requirement by coming to the intensive. And then also in England, uh, right next to or right um, in alignment or sequentially in alignment with the spiritual counseling training intensive that starts on September 6th, uh, September, I believe it's first or second. The whole Labor Day weekend, uh, for Americans, it's Labor Day weekend. That first weekend in September, I'm doing some sightseeing in England. We're going to go to Glastonbury and Avebury and Stonehenge and Salisbury and Bath. And uh, it'll be a wonderful adventure. Uh, see some of my all-time favorite sites in the world and have some fun and be together with like-minded people. So uh, that is going to go up on the website this week as well. So stay tuned for that. And uh, with my events, I always like to do early bird specials to encourage people to make that decision and commit. It helps us to plan. And so there's early bird pricing and uh, you can take a look at that. And we, of course, we always have payment plans. I like to help people out. If you're committed to doing the work or going on the adventure, then we're going to support you in doing that as best we can. Also, coming up later in July, I'm going to do another Living a Course of Miracles series. So I'll be announcing that next week. Uh, but I'm going to just tell you, you can stay tuned for that. It's going to be totally free. Great group of teachers. And uh, it'll be so wonderful to host one of those again. What else? Oh, one more thing. Uh, we're transcribing the radio shows. And those will be put up on the website, uh, jenniferhadley.com, livingacourseofmiracles.com. These will be accessible through those websites. And, of course, uh, our our parent, which is the power of love ministry dot net. So we are a nonprofit ministry. All your contributions are tax deductible. We're a nonprofit teaching ministry, and uh, more and more teaching is coming. Training beginning to train ministers as well as counselors and spiritual practitioners. So more announcements will be coming about that. As we progress through the year. And let's go back to the manual for teachers. So, it says here, no one can call on the ascended masters in vain. It doesn't use the word uh, ascended masters. It just says teachers of teachers. Uh, So I'm clarifying there. 
And it says, No one can call on them in vain, nor is there anyone of whom they are unaware. All needs are known to them, and all mistakes are recognized and overlooked by them. The time will come when this is understood. And meanwhile, they give all their gifts to the teachers of God who look to them for help, asking all things in their name and no other. So, when we ask for help, we will be given help. And what I love in my classes is so many people who thought they were alone, thought they had to do it themselves, thought they didn't have the power. When they partner up, with the higher Holy Spirit self, with Jesus and the Ascended Masters. When they partner up, that's when they discover how much support there is, how much healing there is, how much benefit and possibility there is. You have to discover it for yourself. So, even if you don't feel worthy, ask anyway. If it freaks you out or weirds you out that... The company of heaven, the ascended masters, the angels are seeing everything, every thought, every choice, every motivation, every everything. If that weirds you out, it might be helpful to know that there's no judgment. That there's in the higher realms, there just simply is no judgment because there's no thought of separation. And every judgment is a thought of separation. That is its purpose. So for me, what helped me tremendously was being in this partnership with the higher realms Asking them to teach me, asking them to show me, asking them to help me to understand. And by beginning to connect and work with them, and to feel their energy in my life, to feel their guidance, to feel them giving me their ideas, the ideas of God, the ideas of pure truth and inspiration, receiving all that, helped me to realize I am worthy. And it helped me to realize they don't judge me. They don't judge me. Even if I've been so in tune with the infinite, so loving, so kind, so generous and gentle, and then I have a day of being angry and pissy and annoyed and and passive-aggressive, they didn't judge me. They didn't judge me, and I could feel they didn't judge me. They were only trying to remind me to choose again. And so I learned not to judge myself by realizing that they weren't judging me. And that was for real. So I've never found more benefit from any other spiritual practice than that joining with the company of heaven and also my own prayer work. Those are the practices that have been the most healing to me. Now, of course, our willingness to change our mind is a spiritual practice. And so, but to me, the, the prayer work, the working with the Ascended Masters, that's a demonstration of my willingness to change my mind. 
So the, the most valuable thing is to be willing to change your mind. And then these are the practices that help us do it. I have been blown away by how much support there is from the invisible. I had no idea. When I first started discovering this, I thought, why don't we teach this stuff in school? Kids, imagine if you grew up knowing this. Now, another thing that I can share with you is that I, I started asking when I discovered the angelic realm, the ascended master realm, I started asking because I was trained in science of mind. I'm a science of mind trained minister and practitioner uh, for many years now and decades over, de- well, 16 years as a practitioner. I thought, well, why didn't Ernest Holmes tell us about the Ascended Master Realm and the Angel Realm? And the answer I got back was, because Ernest Holmes was part of the movement of liberation of codependency with the saints and the Ascended Masters. So people would pray to saints and Ascended Masters and ask them to do it for them. To do it for them. So, I always say, give the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting. Give Jesus the heavy lifting. Give them the heavy lifting. The heavy lifting is the thought, to me, the heavy lifting is the thought, well, how's this ever going to happen? I I don't have to figure out the how. I just have to be willing to allow. So, by asking for assistance and by praying to know the truth, by working with affirmative prayer... My mind is the mind of God. In the name of the beloved I am that I am, I declare that my mind is the mind of God. My heart is loving. I am free. I am willing. That's declarative, affirmative prayer. It's not begging. It's not beseeching. Asking for help. Not begging. Not beseeching. In A Course in Miracles it says, Ask and it is given because it's already been given. So, just as it says at the beginning of this section, God's awareness is in everyone's memory and God's word is written on everyone's heart. So, it says here, the, the Master's give all their gifts to the teachers of God who look to them for help, asking all things in their name and no other. Sometimes, so not in the name of the ego. So we're asking for assistance not in the name of ego. We're not asking for help to rearrange the deck chairs on the Titanic. We're not asking for help to um, get something because we have an attachment to it. So, We're not asking that our husband doesn't leave the marriage. Because we don't know what's highest and best. Instead, we're asking for assistance in seeing clearly, knowing clearly, feeling clearly, hearing clearly. We're asking for assistance in recognizing the most loving choices at all times. We're asking for assistance in releasing all attraction to thoughts of separation. We're asking for assistance in opening our mind to the flow of prosperity. So we're not asking for money. We're asking for assistance in opening our mind to the flow of prosperity, to release the blocks to prosperity. If there's illness, we're not asking to be healed in the physical body. We're asking to 
find the way to release the root cause of the illness. We're asking for healing on all levels. We're asking for an opening in our awareness of removal of the blocks to love. So we're not asking for things that we think will make us feel better because then we'd be asking for false idols. The only thing that's going to make us feel better is being wholly loving, completely loving. That's the only thing. So we're asking for removal to blocks to love. It says, Sometimes a teacher of God may have a brief experience of direct union with God. And and I've had that. And it's uh, profound. It's profound. And it's then you have this sense of Oh my God, everything really is perfect. Oh my God, everything is really good. Oh my God, there is nothing wrong. And that's a wonderful experience to have. But you know what? There are plenty of people that have had that experience. It didn't change them. And let me say that it was a wonderful experience and it was helpful. But it didn't change my life in the sense I still had all the same false beliefs that I had to work with. Heaven is in our mind. It's already there. It's pre-installed. It, it's like it says in the beginning. God's awareness is in everyone's memory. And His word is written on everyone's heart. So it's already there. It's pre-installed. And how, how was it that I had that uh, numinous experience of, of recognizing the perfection of everything? Well, it was the result of my prayer work and my willingness. And... I think an important thing is not to feel bad when it goes away, like, oh, that's over. I know Regina has talked about having that expanded experience for a couple weeks at a time. And how wonderful and amazing it was. And it says here, actually, that it doesn't last. So it says here, in this, sometimes the teacher of God may have a brief experience of direct union with God in this world, it is almost impossible that this endure. It can, perhaps, be won after much devotion and dedication, and then be maintained for much of the time on earth. But this is so rare that it cannot be considered a realistic goal. If it happens, so be it. If it does not happen, so be it as well. All worldly states must be illusory. All worldly states must be illusory. If God were reached directly in sustained awareness, the body would not long be maintained. Would not be long maintained. Those who have laid the body down merely to extend their helpfulness to those remaining behind are few indeed. Are few indeed. Those who have laid the body down merely to extend their helpfulness to those remaining behind are few indeed. And they need helpers who are still in bondage and still asleep so that by their awakening can God's voice be heard. So this is it. We're the helpers to the ascended masters. 
So there aren't, a, you know, millions of ascended masters, is what this is saying. Those who have laid the body down merely to extend their helpfulness to those remaining behind are few indeed. There's few of them. And they need helpers. And we're their helpers. And the helpers are still in bondage, still asleep. And it's through our awakening that the voice of God can be heard. So you're listening to my voice now because I'm having an awakening experience. And I'm telling you exactly how I did it. And I get even into more detail in Masterful Living class and Finding Freedom class and walk you through the tips and the tools uh, very specifically. And we, we do it together in those classes. But believe me, you can get a lot from just listening to what I share in the radio show and in the free classes. So it says here, and, and everything's encoded into your awareness already. God's awareness is in everyone's memory. So I'm not somebody special, and I don't have a special key. But what my passion is, is to do this work together. To be the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of Christ, in perfect love, and to do it together. It says, Do not despair then because of limitations. It is your function to escape from them, but not to be without them. So if you're experiencing limitations, don't despair. It's your function to escape from them, but not to be without them. So living in 3D human experience, we're we're going to experience limitations. And it's our function to escape from them. This is the journey. It's just like if you were playing a video game, your your function is not to get to the end. I mean, you're you're. It's not about being at the end. It's it's about the journey through the video game. So it says, if you would be heard by those who suffer, you must speak their language. This is so important for anyone who's interested in being a counselor and being a teacher. You must speak their language. You have to have your own human experience that you have transcended, that you have transmuted, or, like me, that you are transmuting, that you are transcending. You're going through it. People tell me all the time how much they appreciate that I'm sharing from the perspective of going through it. And keeping it real and not pretending that, you know, I don't have the issues that I have or have had. And talking about it, talking about feeling uh, suicidal or just hate, self-hatred and having worked with these things. People are grateful to be able to talk about it freely because then they can realize, oh, all judgment is meaningless. That the, the, the wise ones, they don't judge me. They, they've been through it too. That's the thing about Ascended Masters. They've been through it too. So, if you would be heard by those who suffer, you must speak their language. If you would be a savior, you must understand what needs to be escaped. Salvation is not theoretical. Behold the problem, ask for the answer, and then accept it when it comes. Nor will its coming be long delayed. All the help you can accept will be provided, and not one need you have will not be met. Let us not, then, be too concerned with goals for which you're not ready. 
God takes you where you are and welcomes you. What more could you desire when this is all you need? So I'm going to read that section again. It's so beautiful. If you would be a savior, and this is what the teacher of God is, savior of the world, you must understand what needs to be escaped. So we have to understand how difficult it is. So imagine that you've incarnated in this world in order to be a teacher of God and to help people rise above the world. Well, you're going to have to go through intense worldly experience in order to be able to speak and teach how to transcend it. So this is for me, it was a, a great turning point in my life when I realized everything that I've been through is now helpful to me because I can teach from it. My, my awareness of how difficult and how sticky, how much like a quagmire, like quicksand, like a, a whirlpool, the judgment is, the pain and suffering can be when we believe the judgments and we're not willing Understanding how intense and painful and debilitating that is gives me great compassion now and I'm able to speak to people and help them with it. So everything that you have ever been through can be turned into gold. All lead can be turned into gold. Behold the problem. Ask for the answer and then accept it when it comes. Nor will its coming be long delayed. All the help you can accept will be provided. All the help you can possibly accept will be provided. And not one need that you have will not be met. Let us not then be too concerned for, which, for goals which are not ready. God takes you where you are and welcomes you. What more could you desire when this is all that you need? Heaven is at hand. What a blessing. We're so blessed. Oh my gosh. We're so blessed. And it's so wonderful. And I'm so happy to share it with you. Thank you for joining me today. Gosh, I, I love you. I appreciate you. I feel you. I thank you. And if you uh, value this radio show, please write a review from where you get it, whatever podcast service you're getting it from. The more reviews, the more uh, iTunes and Stitcher and those folks will share it with others. Also, please... Um, uh, remember, we are working on the transcriptions for all the broadcasts, more than 240 episodes at this point. I think this is 244, and so we'll be announcing that soon. Thank you to everyone who's made a contribution to that effort. You can make a contribution at jenniferhadley.com or livingacourseofmiracles.com or powerofloveministry.net. There's donation buttons on all three sites. And I thank you for that. So let's say this prayer and a blessing here. So grateful and thankful to know that the love of God is all that we are. So grateful and thankful to call upon the company of heaven and to open to receive all the assistance that is ours to receive. We're willing to let go of every single false belief. We are the love of God made visible in this world, and we are grateful and thankful for this truth that sets us free. In gratitude, we allow our healing. We share the benefits with all beings. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. Have a great week.
Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Online at www.JenniferHadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Things may happen around you 